get 4% interest a year. Open an OCBC 360 account, credit your salary and earn 4% a year for the first two months on all your deposits, up to $75,000. Choose from five categories for higher interest. Credit your salary, save, spend, insure or invest and protect your funds from scams with MoneyLock. Visit ocbc.com slash 360 now. TNCs apply. Insured up to $100,000 by SDIC. And welcome into another episode of The Naked Truth. Uh, Kim and I are not in the studio right now. We are actually doing this from the comforts of our own home. Right, Kim? Yes, we are going to sleep. Good night. No, we're not going to sleep. Uh, we, we said that, you know, uh, we will actually, you know, have a little pause because season one of The Naked Truth was done and dusted. We're now moving to season two. This is the first episode of season two. Um, and we thought we want to do something to do with One Direction. That's right. So, um, of course, One Direction is celebrating their 10th anniversary. And um, today, the, the day that we're recording this is actually a Wednesday night. Tomorrow... Mm. Uh, when you actually listen to this recording, it's going to be 1D Day. And on 987, we're also going to be celebrating that um, together with Charmian on uh, the knockout. So we're going to be playing one full hour of One Direction. If you're listening to this podcast after Thursday, you missed that one hour. But it's okay because we still got special things lined up for you if you're a big fan of One Direction. <laughs> you know, I've been you know, like uh, tweeting out different things for the past few days about my experiences with 1D and fans and everything. But uh, right here on the podcast, I have actually saved the fun bits, the bits that, you know, I, I, I have not have any, had any guts to actually talk about uh, over the past few years, uh, right here on The Naked Truth. And I'm going to talk about how 987 was quite salty over me. What? What do you mean? Because I remember very clearly back then, you know, when I was doing One Direction, um, I was over at another radio station. I mean, you guys know about this, right? So, so uh, I, 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 was, I was also a friend of uh, Justin Ang, you know, like last time. Uh, and, and, you know, there was one time he, he texted me, he's like, hey, can you stop, Anona? We also want to do something in One Direction, you know, why is it always you only? So... <laughs> It was, it was a few instances where, um, well, to, to some people, it might seem like it was a competition, but to me, it was really more of like just getting the fans closest to the stars. And uh, yeah, we're very happy that, you know, uh, when, when, when we did here at Night 7, when I came over to Night 7 as well, uh, we managed to actually get One Direction down to Singapore for the concert. You remember that, uh, Kimberly? Yeah, that was really, really insane. I remember because they only play stadium tours. They're such a big band that they only play stadium tours. No small venues at all. And that was my first time actually seeing One Direction live. And I gotta say, at that point in time, we actually... We, we, we didn't know what to expect because this is the first time we're watching it, right? But oh my gosh, yeah. everyone was just singing along. The fandom was insane. And it was one of those times where I really felt like goosebumps on my, yeah. on my arm. Because it was it was a very you know mind blowing experience. Yes, so you know over at my previous radio station, um, I always wanted to do something. Uh, it's it's like a printout card, like a merch, right? But I think there was some there were some budget constraints. So when I came over to ninety seven, the first thing I wanted to do was to actually print out like this this round fan thing that says I am a One Direction fan, and it's actually a paper fan, like a like a round cup. Remember that one? And then <laughs> yeah. And then we got people from our promo team here at 97 to print them out and we give it away and it was, it was crazy. 
I thought that was really funny because obviously, you know, pun intended, I am a 1D fan. And I feel like, you know, people love <laughs> merchandise and collectibles as well. So that would have been super duper fun. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's have a little chat about, you know, like how One Direction um, changed our lives. I mean, Kim, you, you, you were doing the night show back then as well. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and I believe, you know, there, was, there were a lot of like uh, uh, people... Uh, trying to to request for songs, to actually ask for a lot of songs, and I remember One Direction songs were like the hot favorite. Yes, um, I was doing, I I wasn't doing a request show anymore actually. Like you know, I started off the night show with like a request segment. Uh, we even had like an indie segment. But every time it um, came to One Direction um, messages, like when people actually texted in to request for tracks and stuff, it's usually um, at one point in time, I remember there were so many One Direction um, requests that when I put it in, at some point I actually got scolded. They were like, hey, uh. you need to check, you know, you cannot keep putting in so many One Direction songs. Like every time I tune in, it's just One Direction. And I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, what to do, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just trying to do my job, but you know, at the same time, I kind of have to balance out the songs on 987 as well. So it was pretty tough. And I was just like, oh my gosh, 1D fans are really, really insane. Yeah, it's been 10 years. I can't believe this. And I can honestly tell you that when people say that, you know, One Direction is celebrating their 10 years, I felt like I'm celebrating 10 years as well because um, I honestly feel that my career took off only after One Direction. Like before that, um, the previous station that I was at, you know, I don't think a lot of people actually um, heard of us. You know, I grew up with, with 987, uh, Power 98. Um, yeah, that's about it. But then uh, when, when I was there prior to One Direction, I was just doing a normal show. But when One Direction came about, um, people started to understand or even took notice of 913. Uh, and and I, I, let me just tell you the story, okay? So, so I was doing the Hot 30 Countdown, right? And um, it was a nightly chart show. So y- people get to actually ask for, you know, the songs that they like to hear. And I would then, you know, put out on, on this website for them to actually vote for their songs. Someone tweeted me and said, you have to listen up for this song. It's called What Makes You Beautiful. So it was a link to a video. I watched the video and... I, I, I mean, it's five boys, I'm a dude, so I'm like, what do you want me to say about this? But the song was nice. So I forwarded that song to my then ex-girlfriend, who is now my wife, uh, and I asked her, do you like the song? And the first thing she said was, wow, very cute. Leh. So it's nothing about the song, it's, it's about how they look. <laughs> and, I, and, and I was like, okay, fine, you know, I'll, I'll put it on the Hot 30 Countdown. We put it in and then the next day it was number 22 and, and then in three or four days, it shot up to number one and I was like, okay, you know what? There must be Whoa. something to do with this band. Um, I got a text from uh, one of my friends over at Sony Music okay, to actually uh, discuss about an upcoming thing. Uh, unfortunately, they told me that time when I actually went out from the meeting, they told me that... Um, Wonder actually is not signed on to Sony Music here in Singapore yet because they were still very new. Um, over in, 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 in the UK, they were signed under Simon Cowell's group, right, which is Psycho. Um, and they were just anticipating, they were just thinking, since it's under Simon Cowell's uh, you know, management, there is a high possibility that Sony Music, you know, in all the other parts of the world, would then be taking on this band. So we started coming up with like 
ideas and plans to uh, you know in a case in in a situation where uh, there we had a chance to actually do something in one direction so we were planning even before uh, there, there was there was confirmation that one direction would be part of sony sony music label uh, and and I was so excited because I, I couldn't under, really understand um, the power of the fans um, back then uh, because, you know, before that it was... And I can honestly tell you that One Direction fans were the first fans I actually had closer contact with, I, I could chat with. Um, and I decided to actually do something different because, Kim, you know this, right? Like uh, when, when the label asks for like, like a phoner, what does that mean? Okay, so a phone usually comes in when we get a chance to do an interview like on a phone call together with like, you know, the artists and the bands. And usually it's a very straightforward like question and answer. Just like a, you know, oh, so what are the new songs? What was inspired by, etc. It's very like, you know, straightforward kind of thing. But we always try to inject a bit more fun into it. Yes. So back then, this was a long time ago, it was in the year 2011, right? Um, no, nothing like that was done. I actually told Sony Music whether or not we can actually chat with One Direction and I get fans in the studio and talk to One Direction. So Sony Music was, um, I'm not too sure if you know the management will allow because this is not done before, right? But uh, we got to know that you know, Liam Payne, uh, had a ch- we, we had a chance to actually speak to Liam Payne and I asked them to actually ask Liam if he's okay. And guess what he said? He said, why not? I would like to talk to fans. I don't want to talk to radio DJs. <laughs> so, so fans came into the studio. They, they had, they had uh, you know, their, their one-minute chance to ask him questions, have a little chat, and it went crazy. So a lot of things happened after that. You know, we, we, we went into to Sydney as well. And I tell you, it was, it, when, when I went to Sydney with two fans, at their first concert, um, I it was called it was the Up All Night tour. I uh-huh. honestly tell you, I can only honestly, honestly tell you that I I actually cried, and not because like I was fanboying, but it was such a difficult road to get there. It was not easy because let me try and explain this. Okay, so when the label tells you okay, there's a chance to meet One Direction, okay, backstage, they will usually. I mean, most likely tell you last minute when there is some time given. So I was given two weeks to come up with a plan to get money, to buy tickets, to, to, to push in accommodation, as well as the tickets aren't free, right? We have to also buy the tickets to the concert. Yeah, uh, of course. The only thing was, that was free was the chance to actually go backstage. So I went to my boss and I was like... Um, do we have a budget? I, I did a calculation and, and I literally went for four people because I needed a, a, one crew member, myself and two listeners, right? For four people to Sydney on a last minute trip, air tickets were expensive and it went up to as much as $12,000 because we talk about accommodation tickets and, and flights, right? So $12,000, I asked if we had budget. Uh, I don't know, you know, if, if you understand how things, you know, go about but you can't just grab 12k from a budget just like that so i had to get sponsors and it was within a week we managed to actually get nando's on board because niall and zane love nando's i went to nando's and i said okay these two members like what uh nando's do you want (laughs) to sponsor and they went yeah of course sure so within a week we managed to do that and it was quite a miracle uh we went backstage 
I'm going to share with you something that um, is probably not shared on air before because uh, we signed like, like in depth like forms, right? Uh, non-disclosure mm-hmm. forms. Uh, so what was it? when we went when we went backstage, I was with two listeners, and um, the boys were ultra rowdy. <laughs> they were like young boys, you know, just out from high school, I guess, <laughs> and they were so playful. So the first person who came up from from the back, right, was we were all waiting for. For, for One Direction to come out because we were told that okay they will be coming out in about three minutes time so all the two listeners were so scared they were like biting their lips and um, Louis came out first and he just came to us and he was like did you guys take my shoes? <laughs> <laughs> and he was barefooted so I so, so I didn't know what to say you know like like I literally went no we did not take your shoes <laughs> he was like no I, I am I don't have shoes, guys. Please help me look for my shoes. So Niall came up uh, behind him and he was like, Louis, wear your shoes. And he was like, no, I don't have shoes. I can't do this. All right, guys, I'm going to, we can't do this anymore because I don't have my shoes. So at that moment, I really thought that the meet and greet was not going to happen because he said, we're not going to do this anymore. I thought he was pissed, right? And then all the other boys started coming out and I saw Harry grinning from ear to ear. And I really thought, I really think that he was the one who took his shoes. Lah. So anyway, during the whole meet and greet, Louis didn't wear shoes. <laughs> what? So he was just barefoot throughout the entire meeting? He was just barefooted. And that whole entire meeting lasted oh for a long 10 minutes. You know, when you do um, meet and greets, right? It's not that long. You, right. you remember? You know, for, for, for most right, artists, right. Like, it's more of like, you just go in, you shake their hands, you, you, you take a picture and you go off. But that time with One Direction was a full 10 minutes. I was pretending not to feel, you know, too, too excited because I had to be professional. Uh, <laughs> but inside me, I was shivering because, you know, these are, these are the biggest stars of the world at the time. And, yeah. and I, I was spending time with them for 10 minutes. And you were also looking at Louis' feet throughout the entire 10 minutes. I mean... I couldn't help. Can anybody else say that? That I've actually seen Louis' feet for 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, it was just unfortunate that they told us we cannot take out our phone because I wanted to take a picture of his feet. <laughs> okay, that sounded very wrong. But... <laughs> but yeah, One Direction uh, really changed the world. I mean, um, they, they actually, before One Direction, it was the Beatles who actually... Um, you know, broke records. But one, when the One Direction came out, you know, they, they beat the record. They, they came out tops in the UK and they went all around the world and it was so crazy. Uh, we, we, we did a few things. We flew listeners to, to New York to once again meet One Direction again. We flew them to um, um, Orlando to meet One Direction again. And I remember there was this, this time, I don't even remember this, Kim, uh, I right. think you were still doing the afternoon show. Um, and, and One Direction World, 1D World was this pop-up merchandise store just outside, just at the first floor of Cathay, uh, the cafe. And right. there was some history behind that. So basically, this pop-up store, it's called 1D World, right? It goes around to different parts of the world and they sell exclusive One Direction merchandise. And it's a huge money-making machine because when they do 1D World at every country, you see queues. You see long queues form like the night before even because once these items sell out, there's no way you can actually ship in more because it's a pop-up store, right? 
Yeah, so of course. when I was in, in New York, I, it was my first brush with the 1D World uh, pop-up store. And, and I looked and I was lucky enough to actually be there with um, Sony Music, uh, one of the ones of rap, right? And I told her, I said, we need to get this here to Singapore. And she was like, uh, okay, but you know, it's a business. So it's going to be quite difficult to actually uh, do this because we have to actually present to the management uh, whether or not, and, and give them some confidence whether or not fans would, would um, participate in, in this, would actually come down and buy. I, I did a, a few tweets online on, on Twitter and literally <laughs> it went crazy. And I forwarded a tweet to, to um, Sony Music and you know, back then, Simon Cow was, was, was managing the team, right? Yeah, they, of course. That tweet trended, a few, I, I think a hashtag trended, they forwarded to Simon Cow, and Simon Cow actually said this and on an email reply, uh, who is this boy thunder? <laughs> so, who is this boy thunder? He knows who you are. Because, because my, my Twitter account was, a, was, was boy thunder back then, you see. Right. So, it was just crazy, you know, and it wasn't me. It was the fans. I didn't do anything. It was the fans who just tweeted like crazy, uh, us, us, um, uh, you know, uh, for, for this 1D world to come to Singapore. It finally did come to Singapore. There were queues. It was mad crazy. And I, I remember back then, I was still in the other station, right? And the muttons came down as well. So it was a whole, you know, affair where it's not, it, it's, it's not a matter of like different radio stations, you know, uh, having a, an opportunity to do what. It was more of like a community thing now. One Direction was part of the community. So different radio stations came down as well. That's right. Wow, that must have been really, really huge, man. I, I didn't actually get to be a part of this because I guess I was on the afternoon, so I cannot go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, can't, I can't really remember. This was in 2013. Actually, 2013, did you start radio anywhere? Yeah, I was on radio. So 2013 was actually when I was still doing the weekend shows. Not even... Oh, okay, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, that was when I just started doing the afternoon shows. I think it was my first year doing the afternoon shows. Right, yeah. right. So maybe the... Maybe had to do work. Like the yeah. buttons could actually go out there and play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so many things happened uh, for One Direction. It was, it was crazy when... Uh, Okay, so there was this other story. Yeah, that so I, I was at lunch and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you remember this, but um, there was this incident, right? So I worked with Boogie's Junction and mm-hmm. uh, together with Sony Music. And I told them of this idea that is to actually hide five separate standees of the boys around Boogie's Junction. Okay, and if people could actually take pictures, go around Boogie's Junction to, f- to look out for these standees, to take a picture, a selfie with the standee, and put all five pictures together, they could win a prize. Um, they just have to win the prize from Boogie's Junction or something like that. Um, on the second night, right, um, this, this, trend, this hashtag trended, and that was bring back Harry's standee. Because on the second night of the competition, of that little contest, Her- someone stole Harry Sandy. It was no gone. wait what? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, we we couldn't find it. We actually had to you know get like CCTV footage of who uh, someone steal uh, you know f- to find out who was the one who stole the Sandy to actually get the Sandy back because it was a one of kind Sandy. You know you you can't you can't make another one. 
and a right. lot of people were angry because they couldn't take a selfie. And I can't remember what was the price. I think it was a, a whole One Direction hamper or something. So only a few people could actually play the game because they, they, were, they went down the first day. On the second day, they couldn't play it. The standee was gone. Uh, mm-hmm. We found out that the standee wasn't stolen by a mad fan. It was just placed behind um, the loading area because an auntie was trying to clear out stuff. Oh! <laughs> so, so I, don't, I can't remember who exactly said sorry, but the standee came back again on the third day. Poor auntie, la, she might be thinking, hey, who, who left this, this project work here? <laughs> but, I mean, I guess she was just being responsible as well, you know, putting him in a safe place. Yeah. And protecting him, protecting Harry from being stolen. So thank you, Auntie. If you ever see this, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> because it wasn't like part of a stall, you know? Like it was, it was just a standalone standee out of nowhere because we were hiding them around Bookies Junction. So a lot of, a lot of fun things happened, man. Um, um, and, and when I came over to, to 987, uh, we did a few fun things as well. I think one of the, the major fun things was actually to to allow fans to fly all the way to Orlando. You remember this, right, Kim? Yeah, two I remember fans, this one. Two fans flew to Orlando, and and One Direction actually was there uh, at Universal Studios Orlando, and they had like a like a live, um, uh, was that a performance? And then two Singaporeans went down, and the guy from Sony Music who actually represented um, and 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 took our fans down. It's now working with us. His name is Alfred. Yes! Elfie! Shout out to Elfie. Thank you so much. Um, he's also a very big One Direction fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's uh, 10 years of One Direction and uh, I can't believe, you know, it's, it's come to this. Um, if you go on over to the website, there is an official website. Uh, they have actually released... Um, unreleased footage of you know One Direction from the many years before uh, and yeah they are exclusive stuff that you know the world has not seen uh, the time of the recording right now it's on Wednesday uh, so I haven't gotten a chance to actually go to the website yet because it's, it's happening tomorrow right so yeah go and check yeah. it out and once a directioner always a directioner I am very proud to say that you know the, the, the fans who were like in Sec 2 and Sec 3 back then are now, you know, working outside, are now doing their universities. I actually know of like a fan who has got two babies already. Oh my gosh, no, no way. Are you serious? <laughs> uh, she, she was a, an older fan. So, so when, when she was right, a big right, kind of right. wonder, she was already like 19 years old. So yeah, right. <laughs> so it's possible. <laughs> okay. um, I, I, think, I think it's really, really cool to actually, um, like you said, see fans you know, grow up throughout the years because it really kind of shows you that people are connected um, through music. And in this case, One Direction has actually helped to bring a lot of fans together. I remember um, previously, we actually did a One Direction day as well. You know, we went over, I think if I'm not wrong, over to, was it Bishan Park or was it to uh, Botanic Gardens? And yes. fans, like you really came out in throngs and everyone was just like so happy to you know be present and support each other um, you know helping each other to try and win merchandise I remember we had like a mini competition as well to try and give away some merchandise and um, everyone was 
like very supportive of you know the people who were taking part and when it came down to actually winning prizes um, they were also very willing to share if they actually had you know more than enough for themselves so it's really beautiful to see that you know it's not just about one direction and the fans it's about how it has brought people together and you know that that sense of like you know fandom and music and you know enthusiasm it's it's just more than just music and that's beautiful it certainly is so i I have one more thing to share you remember um back okay i remember this and back then it was in 2012 or was it 2013 um one direction had a new york concert um and guess who opened for them it was ed sheeran so yeah so, yeah so so Ed Sheeran opened the concert and when I was there okay I'm just going to be very honest with you um I was still very new to Ed Sheeran's music but when he opened the concert I was blown away I was like who is this guy like <laughs> where is he from and I started to actually you know um research him and stuff like that and uh he he actually wrote a few songs for One Direction yeah, he wrote a lot of songs for One Direction. I was very surprised, right? So when people, when I first heard that Ed Sheeran was writing a lot of songs for One Direction, I was like, really? And then I went to check out so many. Like, Ed Sheeran has written so many songs for One Direction. You'll be surprised. Yeah. I feel like almost one third of their repertoire, maybe even close to half. Mm, and and one, my, one of my favorite songs uh, written by Ed Sheeran and sung by One Direction is Little Things. I love it to bits. I love the song so much. Yeah, that one makes you feel like all warm and fuzzy in your heart. So yeah, if you're a big fan of One Direction, um, of course, this week's episode of The Naked Truth is dedicated to that. Um, not just to the fans, but also, you know, to the band and the people who have grown up together with 1D. It's been a decade. What have you been doing in the past 10 years? How has 1D's music helped you through the past 10 years as well? Um, if you like this podcast, share it with your friends and you can continue to also let us know via DMs because we're going to be posting this up on our Insta, uh, Instagram stories as well. Um, let us know if this actually resonated with you and made you feel all the feels when you heard yeah. this. Okay, and a lot of fans have been asking, will One Direction come back together? I can bet my last dollar on this and the answer is yes. Maybe not now because uh, they're still busy with their own stuff. It could be, you know, like their own music. It could be their own family. But they will come back. This is a definite yes. There's no way they're going to say no in the future as well. So let's just wait for that day to come. And when that happens, Night 7 is going to take you closest to your favorite stars all over again. Exactly. Cannot wait. And thank you so much for tuning in to this week's um, podcast of The Naked Truth, of course. We'll be back again next week where we share with you more raw and unedited stuff. Every day is a rewarding day with POSB Everyday Card. Huh? Starting with $388 cash back. Make every day rewarding with the POSB Everyday Card. Apply for it now and get $388 cash back. Enjoy up to 10% cash rebates on daily essentials, plus up to 50% off family attractions like Mundi Wildlife Reserve tickets and up to 20.1% off fuel at SPC. Remember to apply with the promo code 388CASH today. TNC Supply.